0: Welcome, everyone. This is your host, Lucien Gauthier, and I'm here with David Avocado Wolf. David has been recently involved in some amazing products for the Longevity Warehouse. One of the products that we're going to be talking about today is the David Wolf 24 Mushroom Blend, the super immune formula, freeze-dried mycelium biomass. So this is a really exciting product we had at the last conference, and people are raving about it. This is something that is ideal for the chocolate cacao brown smoothie. And Dave, you're here today to talk to us about this product. So... Let me just ask you what the main things that you want to get into this product. I see that there's agaricus blazei and cordyceps, which are two main uh, mushrooms that you've been talking about for years now. What were some of the uh that were going through your mind in terms of what you definitely wanted to have in here?
1: Well, one of the reasons why we developed this product is because Paul Stamets, in his research, had discovered this host defense idea of putting multiple medicinal mushrooms together in order to get an enhanced immune response because not every medicinal mushroom can do everything, but some can do certain jobs better than others. For example, some produce T-fighter cells better than others. Some are more adept at going after candida than others. Certain mushrooms like tramedes are very well known for going up against cancer as well as shaga. And we wanted to put a blend together that allows you to develop that that defense system, that natural immunological defense system and improve the intelligence of your immune system. Medicinal mushrooms are useful as food for the immune system. As time goes on and as we get a little more sophisticated in our knowledge, it's all really going to come down to the intelligence of our immune system to keep cancer at bay, to keep infections at bay, to keep the uh, plaque formation at bay in our body because we're finding out more and more that actually we're not really Dying of old age, we're just being recycled by certain organisms that like to take us down. Whether those organisms are obvious things like hepatitis or, or cancer cells, or non-obvious things such as viruses. Now, what we've done here, and what we what these types of products are these powdered mushroom products, is that they consist of what's called a mycelium biomass. So let me just explain this because a lot of people ask me about this because they go out and they get a wild mushroom off a tree and they are asking me, are you just powdering these mushrooms down and putting them into this formula? And the answer is no. These mushrooms are grown, actually, this particular product, the 24 Mushroom Blend Super Immune Formula, is grown in a controlled laboratory environment in California, and it is organic, it is kosher, it is vegan. And the products are grown on organic rice, and what we do instead of, say, growing a mushroom in a log, like it does in nature, We take that mushroom, that spore, and we implant it into cooked rice. And then the mushroom eats that rice. And the reason why the rice is cooked is to kill off all competing organisms, bacteria or other fungi that can be there. And then the the living mushroom then eats that and grows and forms a cake. And that cake eventually starts to produce a little bit of a fruiting body. That's the part we normally see that comes out of the tree. You see, the thing about these mushrooms that grow in the forest is you can't get the mushroom part, the mycelium, that's in the log, that's in the twig, that's in the tree. You can only get the part that's coming out, and that's the fruiting body. So in the controlled environment, when these things are grown in organic rice, you can get access to all of it because that mycelium, that part of the mushroom that's normally in the tree, grows into the rice. And then as soon as it starts to fruit, that entire thing is taken, it's dried, it's freeze-dried actually, and powdered and, and un- non-heated, and you get access to all of those goodies that are in the fruiting body, the part of the mushroom that comes out of the tree that traditionally for thousands of years humans have been using as medicine. But you also get access to the part that's in the tree. And that's what makes these mycelium biomass products really exceptional and really great. Now, another thing about this 24 mushroom blend, this super immune formula, is that it comes to you in a a Myron glass container, 250 grams, and allows you to get a much better value for your money. Instead of paying for all the encapsulation and all the bottling and all of that, which would cost, in in the case of a 250-gram product like we have here, if you were to get all those all that same amount of mycelium encapsulated... That's going to cost you $500, and in this case, we get the price down to $85 in that zone there, and that's that's really going to give you a lot more bang for your buck, which is what we really need in this particular area of nutrition, is that we really need to get enough of the mushroom mycelium into our body to really do the effect, so we we can use it liberally instead of conserving it capsule by capsule. So that, that's the basic fundamentals that are behind this product, Lou. And it's go- when you put it all together and you kind of start using these kinds of products, one thing that's great is it, it tastes good. You can actually eat it straight. Kids can eat it. Um, it's good for all ages. And that's another really powerful advance that comes to light with these mushroom mycelium biomass type products of which the 24 mushroom blend is one.
0: Okay, fantastic. And some questions that have arisen related to the production is grown in a laboratory. What's the difference between the biomass type of quality we'll get in a laboratory setting and what we'd find, do you find that there's a trade-off in terms of quality or the exposure to these mushrooms in the wild? Do they lose anything by being cultivated in a laboratory? What's the kind of balance between what we would get from like these techno laboratory grown mushrooms as opposed to what we would get out in the wild?
1: Great question. Well, there's a lot more limitational and unique ormus-type substances and and strange minerals and hydrogen, for example, present in the wild mushroom. Um, But the trick-off is we can't get the unique polysaccharides and essential sugars that are in the tree that the mycelium is eating. We can only get the fruiting body, which we break off. That's, that, that's what we know today is like, oh, that's a reishi mushroom. But it's not really the reishi mushroom. The reishi mushroom that comes out of the tree is just the reproductive organ of the mushroom. The actual part that's in the tree is, is the real mushroom itself. So these laboratory grown mushrooms give us access to those unique polysaccharides and essential sugars. Um, And let me name a few. One of them is fucose, which is an antiviral a substance. It's a sugar that supports long-term memory and is known to guard against lung diseases and allergies and asthma. There's N-acetyl glucosamine, which is an immune system modulator. It's antiviral, anti-inflammatory, and that's also in the mycelium. That's what's in that 24-mushroom blend. N-acetyl neuromonic acid is an essential sugar. It's antibacterial, antiviral, and it enhances learning and brain development. I'm, I'm kind of really onto these products for kids. I mean, that's where I'm at, Lewis. I I really feel like these things are really, really powerful for kids to get their immune system working properly, but also to enhance cognition, make kids smarter. Now, there's something else that's important now between the wild mushrooms and the the laboratory-grown mushrooms. The 24-mushroom blend is actually grown in in an organic, vegetarian, actually vegan kosher facility, um, it's, that facility has been running since 1977, and one of the things about that facility is it does not expose to the atmosphere. So if there's radioactive fallout, which there is from Fukushima that's coming into our environment all across the United States and Canada, then we don't want any exposure to that, and that fallout will get into wild mushrooms. And wild mushrooms actually concentrate cesium and there is a safety factor here that comes into play all of a sudden where we start realizing, hey, actually, if we're, say, on the west coast of the United States, we're in northern California where radioactive fallout has been detected, it may not be such a good idea to be going out and foraging wild mushrooms right now because of the radioactive fallout. We may be better off with products like the 24 mushroom blend. Um, if we're on the east coast of the United States and the northeast might be fine because there's not much radioactive fallout happening there. If we're in Europe, fine. You know, there's not much radioactive fallout happening there. But in the West Coast of North America, I'd I'd recommend going for more of the laboratory-grown mushrooms to get your medicinal herbal medicine.
0: Are these essentially the complex, complicated sugar molecules and locked within those complex sugars? Is that where the intelligence lies in these particular
1: type of complex sugars? Yes. The polysaccharide is really the modulator. It's, It's the... Um, Immune system intelligence in a sugar form and it's a long chain sugar it's not like a twig which would say be like glucose a short sugar but it's more like a complex sugar like a tree where it has many different twigs that come off and many different branches and the actual ingredients that you're reading aren't actually the sugars that are inside these mushrooms but they are the mushrooms themselves Lou and let me just list them because here's the 24 mushrooms there's Brazilian blazei, which is known as agaricus blazei, wood ear, oricularia, oriculia, caterpillar mushroom, cordyceps sinensis, turkey tail, tremedes, versicolor, enoki, flamulina, velatides, quinine conk, fomatopsis officinalis, rishi, which is ganoderma lucidum, oregon polypore, ganoderma orgensis artist conk, ganoderma applanatum, maitake, grifola Fra, lion's mane, hericium erinaceus. Bunashimeji, shimeji, Hipsigus Marmorius, Shaga Inanotus oblicus, Shiataki Lentinula Edodes, Willow Bracket Felinus ignarius, mesima kobuku, felinus lintius, which is by the way, these felinus mushrooms like shagas grow in living trees in, in the wild in wild nature. Namiku, which is foliota namiku, birch polypore, which is Piptoporus betulinus. Oyster pleurotus betulinus, juling polyporus umbilatus fooling poria cocos, and fooling by the way, in poria cocos is well noted being very helpful for raw foodists because it increases the heat and dryness of the spleen. Which of course, if you do a lot of salad and a lot of fruit, can actually create a damp, wet spleen according to the Chinese medicine theory. And and poria cocos is the mushroom that balances that out. Split gill, which is Chisophyllum commune, and then white wood ear, which is Tremelia fusiformis. Those are the 24 mushrooms in this formula, which give you a broad-acting, unique defense immunological response that your immune system can act quickly to deal with certain types of conditions and act effectively to deal with certain types of conditions because it has the nutrients to do so. Now, I just recently read a very interesting research study that was given to me by a friend who lives in Bali, my friend Dale, who's an ethnobotanist. and It was a study on how reishi mushroom and polysaccharides work with your white blood cells to enhance immunity. And we now know the exact and complete mechanism by which that is happening. And that's why my understanding is that we need a very wide variety of these polysaccharides so we can create more immune system weapons because our white blood cells, our macrophages and eosophants and, and T-fighter cells will and NK cells will cut these particular polysaccharides up into little weapons that will be used against viruses, that will be used against fungi like candida, that will be used against cancer. Really
0: cool. Dave, at the last Longevity Now conference we had in April, you gave a really wonderful breakdown of the evolution of mycelium on this planet and the explanation you gave was very cosmic in that mushrooms sort of landed here on Earth. They've embedded themselves in the planet itself as mycelium and then gradually spreading out, creating entire ecosystems. Can you talk a little bit about the relationship between mycelium and entire ecosystems and then how they allow ecosystems in other forms of plant life to actually evolve?
1: Well, I I want to mention before I even get into that that Francis Crick, who who was the discoverer, co-discoverer of DNA actually didn't even believe that DNA could be from this planet, that it actually must be of cosmic origin because it's vastly too complex to actually be from here. So I want to put that out there because people, when I talk to them about this, they go, no, 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 come on, that's completely spaced out. But in fact, that is not spaced out. There is a lot of evidence that mushrooms exist in the upper atmosphere. Mushroom spores can survive the vacuum of space. There is weather balloon evidence. There is jet aircraft evidence. There is evidence that started back in the 20s when people would go up with goggles and, and headgear on. And these are graduate students, actually, back in those days, who would go up and capture. They've been found at all levels of the Earth's altitude. So there is a very strong case being made now. And this has always been present in mushroom lore. But now being back more scientifically with each passing day, that mushrooms actually are not only coming into the environment, coming into our atmosphere, but they're also going out of our atmosphere and they can actually escape the atmosphere of the Earth. Now, let's imagine a time when the Earth was beginning where there wasn't much life on the Earth or any at all and there had been mushroom spores that had landed on this rock and were awaiting the day where there was some carbon to eat and some atmosphere with which to create some life forms which with, with which they could work symbiotically with to develop even more complex life forms. And that's what mushrooms do is that they work in the environment as recyclers, and they also help to nourish multicelled plant organisms and extend the root systems of these organisms. So when plants developed into multicellular structures and began to produce leaves, and the chlorophyll is suddenly producing sugars, the mycelium are fed those sugars through the root system. And then as a response, mycelium say, hey, you fed me, I'm going to feed you. So then they feed the root systems minerals and nutrients and water and they extend the root system of the plant by a factor of two or three and still do, to, do so today. There are very few plants in this world that can exist without mushroom assistance in the soil. Very few. Um, one of them, by the way, interestingly, is quinoa. Quinoa and, and anything in the lamb's quarters family can survive without mushrooms in the soil, but very few others can. And all forests depend on these types of mushrooms being present in the soil to help nourish their roots and help bring nutrients through the forest from one side to the other. Mushrooms then evolve, and instead of working through the soil, which is kind of a confused and chaotic substrate, they become wood eaters, and they become the wood-eating mushrooms. The wood is an ennobled substrate. Wood, from another perspective than just something that we burn or something we use to build houses with, is actually a water levitation device. That's what wood does. Wood is levitating water up into the air every single day, all day long. Every tree does it, and it's a miracle that that happens. And wood is an ennobled substrate for a mushroom to eat because it's filled with all kinds of strange matter. And when you allow the mushroom to eat that log that's finally fallen or the tree that's finally fallen, it's able to produce spores which don't fall into the ground but actually levitate up. They actually go up like smoke. And I've had the opportunity to see wood-eating mushrooms produce spores and it doesn't happen all the time that's how i thought it happened but it happens in a moment and it will go and it will squirt out um, a smoke and that smoke goes up into the upper atmosphere because it actually has levitational substances in it we don't think about it that way because we've been taught so much about gravity 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 but anything that goes upwards is actually levitating so i do want to put that out there because it's kind of fun to think of it that way and the Wood-eating mushrooms are, in fact, the medicinal mushrooms, and the 24-mushroom blend that we've been talking about are all wood-eating mushrooms for the most part, with the exception of one, which is cordyceps, which in nature is a a caterpillar-eating mushroom, but in this product is actually grown on rice, and we call that techno-cordyceps. And mushrooms, because they're so assisting in the recycling of nature and preparing the way for other organisms to be here and helping and assisting nature to evolve in its course they also help us to evolve in our course and they help us to develop intelligence because mushrooms are intelligent and they can actually figure out mazes just like a mouse can and just like we can they can figure out where the food is in the maze and i remember my friend paul stammett sent me a wonderful article about that they are intelligent and they can learn and they help us to learn, and specifically, they are nutrients for our immune system. They do also provide interesting nutrients for our nervous system, and they provide interesting nutrients for our joints, just like glucosamine, chondroitin. Those types of nutrients are present in the 24 mushroom blend. They're present in these mushrooms.
0: Listening to that, you can really get a sense that these biomass networks of mycelium are really big transporters of not only energy, but information and nutrition, it, it just seems like a very clear, simple, logical conclusion that when you actually begin to use these substances, this, this particular kingdom of foods, that your DNA, your neural network, your ability to transport information from one cell to the next, energy from one cell to the next, that just naturally seems to be a, a conclusion that that's going to happen in, in your body on a cellular level.
1: Right, exactly. And I do want to say something else about this, because what you're hinting at is that these mushrooms assist us, and they always have. They always, they've always been there with us. We've controlled fire through the use of shaga and foamy fomentarius mushrooms for all our time on the earth that we've controlled fire. These mushrooms have played a critical role in that part of it. We, we also have another aspect here, and that is we've eaten many of these medicinal mushrooms or made teas out of them or used them medicinally for thousands of years. Um, Oxley, the Iceman who was surfaced in the Austrian-Italian border that Glacier Field had been melting. And all of a sudden, somebody was hiking up there about 1996 or 98 or whatever that was and saw there was a man there. And they figured out, wow, this person had died there 5,000 years ago. And when they po- opened up his medicine bag, they found medicinal mushrooms were present there. So these have been allies for us. And my guess is, is that actually medicinal mushrooms are actually food for humans as a requirement. And if we don't have them, then we, we pay a price, which is our immune system isn't as clever, and and we don't get the sense of well-being that these mushrooms can give us. And we may be dealing with a little bit more of immune compromise than we should be. Um, another thing about these medicinal mushrooms that uh, I think very important is that they're connected to an enchanted kingdom. And if we take a little bit of these mushrooms in, my experience has been that it adds a little bit more enchantment back, that we're able to partake of the mushroom kingdom and, and get a little bit of that magic in our daily life, which helps us deal with the stresses of our world. So that's part of the, that's part of the overall effects of these mushrooms as well. Now, I want to say, too, that these, these 24 mushrooms in this formula and the way it's put together, there, there's no spray drying, there's no cooking, the, the, the substance is never cooked, it's freeze-dried and that's to prevent oxidation. If it was spray-dried, there's a tremendous amount of surface area that's exposed to oxygen, and that denatures the delicate nutrients. So it's entirely raw product. This is a raw mushroom mycelium product, giving us access to those subtle elements that are destroyed in the cooking process. Many, many different encapsulated mycelium products out there, high heat, and these are not. And that, those aromatic and volatile proteins and enzymes are left intact as a result. So you get a little bit more medicinal action.
0: Okay, fantastic. And I'd just like to end this interview just for people who are completely new and they're listening to this and they're thinking, boy, this is way over my head. Maybe we could finish by just a simple explanation between the difference of a mushroom in the context of this mushroom blend like the tree mushrooms these ennobled mushrooms with high levels of intelligence and the type of mushrooms that you're just going to find walking around the woods you know the, the, the normal ground mushrooms the button mushrooms the things that you might see in a, a health food store the produce aisle these are a completely different class of mushrooms and can you maybe just draw like a clear distinction between these two and a little bit like how to recognize the difference appreciate the difference as well
1: Okay, the difference between a tree mushroom and a ground mushroom, number one, is level of toxicity. There, is a, there are a lot of toxic mushrooms that come out of the ground, and in fact, this is something you shouldn't even be doing at all, is going out and, and eating any mushroom coming out of the ground, unless you are a mushroom expert. It's Very dangerous. People die from this all the time. More people die from eating poisonous mushrooms than die from shark attacks each year. So if we're being really clever, the best way into exploring the mushroom kingdom is to start out with products like the 24 Mushroom Blend, and it's an entry-level way of kind of getting tuned into the mushroom world. That's how I started. Years ago, Truth Calkins cornered me in a health food store and sold me on Reishi Mushroom, which I bought two or three bottles of those mushrooms, and that started me off. And then I began to learn, and I began to research, and I began to study books on the subject, and and be taught by experts like Paul Stamets, and and, and that's how I developed the knowledge. So the the ground mushrooms and the tree mushrooms and the mushroom kingdom in general are sources of unique nutrients, essential sugars, and minerals. But because of the safety factor and the research history that has been done on wood-eating mushrooms or tree mushrooms, we go there first. And we don't even need to worry about the other stuff because it's just too complicated and too dangerous. Let's stick with the basic ones that grow on the trees that we know have great medicinal action and have been time-proven to work. And that's the thing about these medicinal mushrooms. They have more research behind them than almost any other herbal substance on the earth. In fact, reishi mushroom is the most well-studied herbal supplement in the whole world. It's it's the most well-studied herb on earth. And that's why I recommend people try it and take it because you never know. It might be a really good thing for you. And if you really like it, then you can advance and develop even more knowledge. And maybe you might even want to do a, a 24 mushroom blend that has all of those mushrooms together so that they can enhance your life and your immunity and, and your child's immunity because these things, again, are good for kids. They're safe for children. And most herbs, even echinacea, they're very strong and they're, they're powerful and they're good if the child, for example, has a cold or flu, but they can't take those kinds of things regularly, where these mushrooms are tonic substances. You can take them regularly. You can take them every day, and you you never get a side effect from it. And that's very rare in the entire food kingdom, that you can eat something every day, like you can the mushroom mycelium biomass products, like the 24 mushroom blend. I do want to say, Lou, that you can add this to anything. You can add it to your salad dressings. You can add it to your smoothies, your elixirs. You can add it to chocolate. You can add it to apple juice. You can add it to water and drink it that way. You can add it to orange juice. These these biomass products are really amazing in that they will go any direction you want. And they're highly edible tonic substances that, again, can be eaten regularly and consistently.
0: This has been David Wolfe for the Longevity Warehouse talking about the 24 Mushroom Blend. So you can just click on the picture of the 24 Mushroom Blend right underneath this audio. Click on that link. That will take you right to the Longevity Warehouse page. Enjoy the 24 Mushroom Blend. Enjoy it into your smoothies. Enjoy it straight. Enjoy it however you want. And look forward to talking to everyone soon. Thank you so much, David.
1: Okay, fantastic.